0: What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lupuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I am with my guys. First off, to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. We're all, like, closer than we normally are. And he seems very excited about it. And to my left, still smells like a vacation, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Back in this time zone. How you feeling? A little foggy. Yeah. I had a weird weekend. Did you? What else is new? (laughs) Wait, weren't you here Sunday?
1: I, I got back on Saturday, but I've, I've spent these last couple days trying to... Piece together the sneaker world? Trying to reacclimate myself to the Western world, you know? Okay. You had a big smile on your face, though, Joe. Right when you started this intro. What was that smile about? Because there's, there's a lot to smile about. Is there? Like what? The dinner we had.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> made it. I made it. If you guys follow us on social, I made it. And listen, wow. not only did I make it, Mm
1: -hmm. you made it happen
0: i made it happen and i showed up and i and and i I, you know i uh even though he's out of the playoffs i jimmy butlered the meal let's be honest (laughs) let's be honest i jimmy butlered the meal right credit king went to emilio's bellato shouts to them shouts to our guy packed house Mm -hmm. pretty ceremonious like
1: the corner table slid right in there no problems when you're with a man (laughs) as sicilian (laughs) as this guy (laughs) The olive skin just camouflages when you when you slide right in.
0: Pretty ceremonious. We looked up Who was on the wall, though. Who remembers? Leo. The picture. No. <sighs> I don't remember. Come yeah, on.
1: there's a bunch of famous people David on Beckham. the wall. David, David Beckham. Beckham. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yep. Yes, yep, yes, yep, yes, yep. yep. So a listen, photo of David Beckham on the wall.
0: The dinner happened. I felt a little bit of pressure in the ordering. I took care of the ordering. They helped a little bit, but
1: we finally got dinner together. Wealthy and I have been going to dinner with PG for. You know, what feels like years now, even yep. though it's only been a matter of months, it's been an ongoing meme on this here show. You've always been left out. This time you weren't left out, you were the head of the table. Yep. You were in control. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Us, PG, Mubi Ali from Reebok was there. Yep. And formerly of Crooked Tongues. Crooked
0: Tongues fame. We got mm-hmm. the chicken scarp yellow wings right off the bat, fifteen minutes in. It was, you know, just established ourselves there. Yeah. How did d- <laughs> I remember yeah, so let's hear. Let's <laughs> no, no, no. hear it was great dinner.
2: I remember like the thought going, right. the thought going through my head was: yeah, they, they, is, just, they just gave each other a pound. We people who can't see. ate so much food.
0: Imagine there? the pressure on Joe because he yeah. didn't want to underorder. Wait, was it a lot? Yeah, well, not, a that, that's the thing. You came, came in. <laughs> not only did I want to show my guys a good time, mm-hmm. show movie that. a good time. Uh-huh. PG knows. Kind of wanted to show him a good. We time. don't know, know him. Should shit. Be. Yeah, we. Should, yeah, exactly. Like a little less, yeah. you know. But still, nonetheless, he was also very demanding leading up to the to the dinner and but you know there was a lot of discrepancies at this dinner at the dinners that you've had before i joined and i wanted to make it i I wanted to clear the
2: decks no i said i remember being super full like like to the brim where you're like sitting there and you're like man my like stomach hurts i ate so much food a lot of carbs yeah a lot of prosciutto
1: you, uh, sp- you spilled some salami. He dropped the piece of salami right on his phone. Right. Yeah, it, w- it was right
0: on the phone. No, it wasn't. Right a, it was It wasn't. A, it wasn't a salami. <laughs> saw. It I right saw. Right on the phone. It was. It, wasn't. it was With the.
2: the, the De Parma. It was the chicken cutlet. Oh, even worse. Okay. <laughs> That's worse. You
0: even worse. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right I iPhone? just looked over. I remember just looking over and, uh, it, like, the the chicken was up <laughs> sliding
2: down the I screen. I think it was like the. If I went to go put, put pull it over in the cheese and like because it was like the cheese and the prosciutto yeah right like fell off the top and then do
0: pop- we have pit- did anyone take pictures do you guys have them that we could put them in i have a couple photos I have a couple videos from the of, of, the, of yeah. the food yeah, yeah we yeah. can so, so people listening to Haley the podcast definitely switch over right to the yes. yeah the youtube
1: so you can see it was good all though the, all the detailed
2: imagery Because that's was, all they care about is the food that we ate i know it was <laughs> finally really good.
0: made it happen if we get to continue on the food though your last instagram dry as hell glizzy <laughs> Okay. The gliz- Did you see? The- Did you no. see? Did you sw- like the fourth slide? Yeah. He was wherever he was um, on I vacation. Was, I was
1: on the train to Alexandria from Cairo.
0: The Glizzy, uh, dry, very dry. Was that a good one? It didn't look. Didn't look great.
1: No. You know what it was? We bought the sandwich pack from the guy pushing the cart, and there were three quote unquote sandwiches in the sandwich pack, and I took the hit for the team. There was a. Chicken one, Gibnarumi one, and I took the um, but I, I the, the the beef hot dog or whatever it was.
0: But I saw not even an ounce of mustard. <laughs> or It was dry. <laughs> it was dry. <laughs> also, like one on of a the train. worst glizzies I've on ever a, had, a, but uh, I had to do it for was the it time. On that a might train. Be the, yeah, it was on the train. There yeah.
2: might be the one situation where it's okay to dip the glizzy in the beer. You know the
0: <laughs> beer batter glizzy. <laughs>
2: you know the the video from the Yankees game that was going around. Yeah, yeah it everybody got, was tagging us in. Yeah. We we'll yeah. want yeah. talk about snicker stuff.
1: Sure. Already, there's there's
0: Five plenty happening. In. This is a sneakers podcast. <laughs> this um, is the
1: quintessential sneakerhead show. Don't don't sell us this, short. Okay. Give us our full credit.
0: What do we got going on? I was bringing up the Arthur Carr previews of the Solomons. You like those? I really like those. I'm trying to get Arthur on the podcast. Yes, we need that for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, once he's in town, we get him get him on. I I'm really not like sold
1: him. on those Solomons. I, I okay. hope that doesn't dissuade him from coming on here. But um, I do. A little too bright, or what? Yeah, not my favorite Solomon. And I had the Solomons on heavy on vacation. I was I was I was going in.
0: What else? There was another one, There was something else. Another preview of a shoe that I wanted to bring up. Oh, what was it? I meant to put it in Slack. Hmm. I forgot. Well, I'll I'll think about it as a... okay. Okay.
2: Oh, so we were talking about the Eric Costin was skating yes. in. Th- a pair of black jordan 4s did you see those oh i missed that and yeah. there was so people were saying that because we published a story saying that there's an allegedly uh an esb or jordan 4 coming yep. out mm-hmm. march 2023 people are saying that Costin's maybe wear testing a really yeah that it was all black shoe that he was skating. black cat 4s he, oh, he, wow. he did a fakey 360 are we sure they're black cat 4s they oh, are hold on. he did a he did a fakey 360 flip <laughs> in a pair of all black jordan fours mm-hmm. but there's like white lettered writing on the midsole oh. and people are like oh is that right is he is testing it, something is out? it a sample pair that's yeah. why there's writing on the you midsole think
0: maybe it says endless summer like mine no
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, i don't know if they took any cues from you on this one joe but there was the idea that maybe Costin was wear testing yeah i mean what we're shoe. told
1: so nice kicks did first report the news mm-hmm. we'll give them a little bit of credit there uh not that anybody else ever gives us any credit. But, um, okay. uh, And we had a source also confirm it with us, and that source told um, Complex and Riley Jones that the shoe will be retooled a little bit for skating. So it, it, it would make sense. make sense to me if costume was wear testing. And also, I got to wonder whether or not this is a James Arizumi-type project, because you know, he used to be the man at Nike SB, and now he's running Jordan's special project. So that would make a lot of sense to me in terms of um, that connection there. Let's Let's see. I'm excited to excited to see what that sneaker looks like
0: yeah same and Costin's a good guy to wear it for sure
1: yeah what else happened I, I, we're doing a little bit of catching up because we've been so yeah the timing's been. been all over the place i mean i, I want to mention while movie was in town uh did get to go out to a reebok event with him which is always a good time and you know just saw a lot of nice people the latest eames reebok collection um
0: you doing know. a lot of those, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Saw my guy Eames, uh, Hannah from Reebok. You know, everybody at Reebok appreciates the podcast, so I think it's important to. feel bad. He
2: had asked me to come, but I didn't get a chance.
1: What to. What were you doing that night? I don't know. I haven't, been, I haven't dinners? been to a sneaker party in a minute. What were you? Do, what was on? What,
2: what was I, on your plate? I don't. I really don't remember. I just haven't been to a. I feel like there was an era when felt the need to go to every sneaker party. I was, I was, I remember that era. Same, big, big same. Yeah, it's like you got him like, because oh, you
1: know who was bummed he didn't get to meet you? I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you real who? quick because James Chan from Reebok. Oh, yeah. So you did let the people down by not being in the building. And as per usual, everybody was asking me, where's Welty? Sorry. Did
0: anyone ask where I was? <laughs> I think. <laughs> Honestly,
2: no. i would be
1: honest. No, because, and g- sorry, go ahead, Welty. No, no, no.
2: I just think early on, so. Like, early on in the career, you always, like, wanted to make all these connections and go to all the parties because maybe in your head you kind of, like, mythologize, like, cool sneaker events and yeah. parties and... Free glizzies. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Mini glizzies. Yeah. <laughs> Open bar. like <laughs> For th- sure. those things. It's And then you don't get invited to the first few and you're just, like, you have the FOMO that, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't get to go to the cool party last
0: night. Where Wait, I was, is there one that sticks out? <sighs> hmm. The Kanye G-Shock party when he performed for like 150 – I think that was before your time. That was it. Joe it was wasn't there. a sneaker party, but <laughs> epic. I, I, I do there. know Bobby the – Hundreds I, was. He got the footage. I, I do know the all one
2: right. that everyone was jockeying the most to try and get into mm-hmm. was the first um, Kanye Adidas performance that was in Madison Park. Madison Square Park. Was that when Park? he had yeah, all yeah, good yeah. music? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was it, it cold was that night.
0: Freezing. It was very cold, oh but you had, like, you had to like – Did re- you go?
2: yeah i was pretty far back though but you had to like really get like the yeah. okay from adidas and get like, a, yeah and get like yeah. a digital ticket or something like that to show up you couldn't just like plus one your way into yeah, that he
0: brought everyone out and they all had the 750s on right? that was a yeah. big
2: night but we'd gone to all the parties all, all over the years and been to so many parties and i think kind of like when the pandemic happened or whatever and you stopped like the irl event stopped happening mm-hmm. that it was kind of nice not to go out on like tuesday nights anymore
0: well, the people want to see you back out
2: there, Welty. Come I'll be on, out enough, back with in the, <laughs> enough
0: with the yeah, the the whole psychological thing. Just go. They want to see you. Okay, they want well, to see you. It's well, ninety degrees I becau- out. I've become show up in shorts.
2: I've become such a boring person. I've realized, like over the past, you know, few years, where it's like you just don't have the that's, desire that's not... to do these things anymore.
0: That's actually
2: true. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is, oh, it is true. Oh, you for another high Just five. I gotta, it is I gotta true. I got to stop, track of all I, the gotta stop with high the high five. It no, is true. No, don't. Yeah. I like to see
0: that. The, someone someone Instagram story, you leaving me hanging, was that hilarious. Was, yeah. Babs, Babs zoomed in was perfectly. Uh,
1: I, I went to the LV mm-hmm. Nike exhibit Ooh. opening in Greenpoint. That was a good time. I was so cool to see all those shoes in person for the first time. And while I did get closer to the actual physical shoes, I'm no closer to owning a pair. But- you
2: didn't spend a million dollars. Imagine, imagine you going to Louis Vuitton and just like racking up purchases. Yeah, you have like, all these Damier print bags that you're just like sitting in the corner of your house. I'm hopeful that that rumors
1: pan out and more pairs release in the future, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for your boy on this set. Let's see. I've
2: I have heard rumors from people, yeah, that there are going to be more pairs coming out. Same, same. But man, so Joe, did you go? I didn't go in Greenpoint.
0: I exhibit? didn't go. I was in Mexico. But what I did see totally. Sort of related but not the exhibit. Uh, I I walked to Dumbo the other day and Mm -hmm. saw like the ship that's wrapped in like Right. Did you ever did you see it? No, I I thought you were gonna say And I saw the big statue. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought
2: you were gonna say. You're like, you know what I did see? And I'm like I was like, what was that? The the statue posted on every single person's Instagram story? Oh yeah, you were kind of annoyed by this. Not annoyed, but it's like it's like I get it. You went to the Virgil exhibit, it's cool, but every single person Okay. Is this a shot at me? no 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 no. because I was there
1: before everybody just so we know it's
2: it's like the same like yeah I mean I was
1: hyped because and this is not just me trying to gas myself up but nobody had been in the space yet and you were the first
0: one you opened it up
1: I mean I feel like I was the first media person posting the photos you were there earlier yeah so I felt like it was worth it to just like post a million photos because a lot of those shoes we had never seen before you That's, know? this and is I was true legitimately hyped like there was the
2: one um it's like the damier shoe with the pink sole on it those are crazy yeah I still think the best though is the uh the Hulk Nike SB looking pair yeah. the green suede the I actually two-tone. like that gold one a lot those are nice too Our the man detail got
0: in there too right
1: of course you know you know Paul was in there taking a bunch of photos wait what's your favorite out of the bunch out of all 47. Well, I mean, you should just rank them right here. Yeah, for the but if there was because
2: for me, I, like I said, it's the green suede pair. Was yeah. there a pair that stuck out to you the most?
1: Um, I kind of like look back at that flyer. They had that cool flyer that shows photos yeah. of every pair. Was there any ones that stuck out to you, Joe?
0: I'm trying to look. Let me see. Um, you ever get when like the best the pairs you like the most are probably pairs that you wouldn't wear? Yeah, I like know a, what you mean. That, so like the blue and the blue and white, the green and white. But I will I will say. The like, I guess the friends and family like the, mm-hmm. the Very Carolina Blue. Or Those are nice. Still. That that pink
1: midsole one is is really sick. And the kind of. Colette yeah.
0: Blue was always kind of like my favorite. Dude, the purple one or yeah. like the
1: French one.
0: Yeah, but at the batch that at the exhibit, mm, oof, these are really nice. I'd have to think about it.
1: There's a there's a lot of good ones and ones we have never seen before and some.
0: Some bad ones. Yeah,
2: some hiss and misses. It's, it's, yeah. it's fair to say that.
1: Yeah, 47
0: shoes. You, there's going to be some misses in there. You guys talked about that. You saw the statue posted so much. Can mm-hmm. we talk about the other thing that was posted so much this weekend? Tom Sachs. The Tom Sachs ad. Oh, saw that yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Boring. That's that's what the ad said. Yeah,
1: in the New York Times.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you get get a copy? You're the Tom Sachs guy. When <laughs> that happens, you go to the bodega and get a copy he, of the newspaper?
1: Uh,
2: he, goes, he, he goes out of the country and they... What, what kind
1: you of the is that? Uh, well, I'm out of the country. They dropped the Tom Sachs info. Yeah. What, what's up with that? They didn't. They didn't. They didn't hit the Tom Sachs guy first. <laughs> um, Seems weird, right?
0: Well, you leaked the neck face dunk right after. So. <laughs> Wait. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.
1: Thank you for that. Remember the neck face? Yes. The yeah, neck face dunk. Yeah. It popped up for the first time this weekend. But if people remember, we talked about that shoe a couple months ago. Also,
2: little hidden fact. I don't know if you remember this, Joe. Uh, at the old complex office on Twenty Third Street. Right next to the building, there was a very small Neckface tag.
0: Neckface was huge back in those days. It was only days. like this big, though. He did all mm. the vans. We featured them in the magazine. Yeah, he was a big... I think Neckface, talking about parties, I think Neckface vans parties were always kind of crazy.
1: I can imagine
2: that. Yeah. Seems like it.
1: Okay. Wait, so we what, need to... You hear that? What, did your back just pop up No, open? that was my knee. What else? <laughs> it um, sucks, guys. I hope the mic but picked that okay. up. I hope that.
2: We need, so, nothing else. We need to go back. So Tom... Yes, Tom Sachs. Yes, Tom, yes, yes. Tom Sachs shoe. Being – obviously saying this a little facetiously, mm-hmm. but being that you're the Tom Sachs guy, mm-hmm. we've seen it before, but now that yep. you've actually kind of seen the official images of it. For sure. What's your take on the Tom Sachs shoe? So
1: I've been a hater of this shoe this whole time. Okay. I it's, it's a,
2: Is it the general – what's the What's the term for general it? General purpose shoe, the okay.
1: GPS. I hope I have that right. That was just off the top of the head. I'm sure people will correct me if I have it wrong.
2: Okay. I think this shoe,
1: from what I'm told, is going to be more available than other Tom Sachs shoes. It's mm-hmm. not going to be, I think, a, a huge resale shoe. It's cool that they got the retail price really low. It's retail for like 110 I appreciate that. Okay. Um, I'm told there's some more colorways that look a little bit better. I don't I don't really love this first colorway. Like I said, I have not liked the shoe up to this point, And maybe I'm being biased now because my friend Steve Irby did help Nike NYC roll it out. That's Steve sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. A uh, good friend of mine. Shout out to him, and I was hanging out with him on Memorial Day, and he had a pair on feet. How they look on feet? And they looked pretty good. Okay. Were they, beat I, up? were they beat up? No, they were pretty clean. Okay. Yeah, even though most of the, the stuff we've seen, even some of the campaign imagery, right, mm-hmm. showing them off, beat yep. up, because like that's what they want you to do. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'm being biased here. I don't think I like the shoe. I'm just, I think I'm being biased because he worked on the campaign, and then he had the shoes on feet, and they looked good. But I. I it's not a shoe I'm gonna try and buy and it still just looks like too J crew to me. I can't get that's, over that that's that's J. the J. crew kill shot. It has too. a menswear look f- you know for sure. It's
2: such a I had said before the podcast the the take and I hadn't put it out there yet. It's very much like Upper East Side affluent. I just want one pair of Nikes mm-hmm. shoe, which I guess the kill shot is to for sure to some extent. I think that it's if Seinfeld was in twenty twenty two, these are the shoes that Jerry or george has by the door yeah um Mm -hmm. do you like them at all i don't mind them yeah um i i also do tend to like simpler silhouettes to some degree yeah so don't mind them but also wouldn't go out of the way for them you were right too it is very j crew but even the the copy that they had written for the ad was Mm -hmm. very j crew and as our co-worker andrew lucky had pointed out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He thinks that they stole Simple's uh, ad campaign. Yeah, he from pointed the nice. that out. And
1: I, I I looked at some old Simple Shoes ads and I was like, this does kind of feel like a ripoff a little mm. bit. Joe, how do you feel about the
2: shoes?
0: Totally just like the opposite of my you're hyped style. on these? No, m- my style.
2: Oh, oh. But then you then I thought you were gonna say the opposite. But then you us. might get a pair or something in I the I don't think
0: so. I don't think so. Never, say never white It's also a white shoe though. That's so. what I mean. I couldn't that's, see Joe wearing that's, this. These are like such a departure in terms of just like colorway for me that I don't see how these would look how I these would look good on me. Uh are the two point fives ever gonna come out with the little with the thing on them? I have the no wear idea. tested shoes. Yeah.
2: I don't know.
1: I
0: want those.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think there's something admirable in how they want to make this shoe, you know, boring or simple or kind of pared down in a way and feel democratic almost because, like I said, I believe they're going to be easier to get. The the price is lower. They got a good range of sizes. Like, it goes down to, like, a women's five. But to me, that's kind of the opposite of why Tom Sacks shoes have been cool. They've been cool because they felt different or, like, you know, whatever's on the opposite end of the spectrum from boring, like crazy materials I and exaggerated shapes. Wa- you know what I ut-
0: mean? And like, it has like the utility aspect to it. I'm wondering, like, looking at this, it doesn't seem like it's that. It's just like I'm a new I'm a New Yorker who has an office job, but this, these are my shoes that I wear on the weekends. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no? I appreciate the takes. I'm, no, I'm I'm with you. His um, imagination is just Seinfeld <laughs> shoes by the door. The other thing, um,
2: but. The one thing too that we had, were talking about before this is in the ad copy they had Tom Sachs had said that it took him ten years to find to make create a shoe this simple. Yeah, I don't, I don't get
1: what that like. Mark Parker is like your
2: best buddy. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Can't you just it's do like, anything with it, Nike? It's like the idea that you're like Steve Jobs, and it took like this long to like whittle down and pair. Yeah. Like, he the, said it took
1: me years to best advantage of superpowers of scale and deliver value while still reflecting the standards of my studio.
0: Oh. I talk know. about a visit. I well, would love to go to a studio. Yes. But
2: also at the same time, it's like we talk about this being a a cheaper shoe that's more available, mm-hmm. but okay. that's not going to be the reality of it because it's a Tom Sachs Nike and it's just going to be gone like that. I know what you mean, but I don't think these will it's
1: resell for more than
2: like those... 240 or something. But the there's Tom but...
0: Sachs resell on the 2.0. Obviously, the 1.0 is basically yeah. a myth. Yeah. Right? but the
2: 2.0 astronomical
0: the 2.0 is astronomical yeah you can't even find dead stock no. pairs if but just you the find i, a clean pair, I have pay a 5000 excuse me you just try to uh, yeah 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 so yeah yeah go, go uh, ahead, that's go what ahead. we
1: call
2: a counterflex yeah, yeah exactly a counterflex <laughs> but just but just the idea <laughs> said, that yeah. just the idea that you're going to happen to casually stroll into you know a, a J. crew liquor store and find these like no yeah. just sitting there next to a pair of spares. You know what they should have they should have just made them, you know,
1: we've talked about it before like when is Nike just going to do a shoe on pre-order? That would this would have been a cool model for. it. If you want it to be an everyday shoe that everybody can access, do them on pre-order and just let people order however many pairs they want.
0: Yeah, pre-order.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 people uh, feel like pre-order is a trigger word right now. We'll get to that. Um <laughs> can we can we talk about the Travis Scott drop?
0: Those cactus, should, Those like all should. came Trainers out, ones, right?
1: Trainer ones finally came See, out. Yeah,
0: it seems like that he was he dropped in like succession a bunch of shoes, a million What was it reported a million submissions in 30 minutes? Something like that.
2: Ugh. Those trainer ones suck. It it's just like a I think it's like a, just an ultimate sign of like I'm sure there are some people who like those shoes. Yeah. But I think it's just an ultimate sign of you're just saying I just want this in the hopes that I can resell it. You Think know, so? or the hopes to get my hand on a Travis Scott shoe because it, yeah. none of those are great sneakers at all. Yeah, but somebody somewhere down the line who's buying it from the reseller is going to wear
1: it, right? Yeah, fan, yeah fan. but it's
2: a tra- it's a Travis Scott shoe. It's like everyone...
1: No, I'm with you on at that. At some point, or used to want, I don't know what the... And I think there's a lot of good Travis Scott shoes, but those Trainer ones,
0: the brown ones,
1: both of them, it's just like a bunch of random and stuff. The Air Max ones, the the Air Max ones aren't great
0: either. Yeah, I feel like the Air Max ones would look weird. I the Trainer ones, the brown ones, I'm not too mad at. Uh, just not I just, I just in a in a world in a year where
1: we got chlorophyll Air Trainer One Retro that is like closer to the OG, how could you ever
2: want a Travis Scott? air trainer one over a chlorophyll air Trainer, and also one. like hmm. the one the shroud looks awful and two that like what is it like cactus corp or yeah. whatever logo on the back just looks cheap and tacky yeah it might be his worst shoe in my opinion worse than the sorry. air jordan 33s sorry I, I wanted
0: to move on i remember what shoe preview that we need to talk about okay but, no say it orange lobsters gonna be a big one gonna be a big one also Dion i point, think stepped out with them Dion on point courtside at the celtics I'm sure he's going to go to the finals.
1: I love that they kind of jumped ahead of the rumors and just brought him out. I would love to see more of that.
0: Well, I, and I, I know that we were talking about ranking in the slack, but those are up there for me.
1: Up there in terms of?
0: Probably third. Of? The lobsters.
2: Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't think so.
0: We're we're Well,
2: you. I think the <laughs> number one. Yellow? Yellow. Mm-hmm. Yellow number lobsters d- number one? Yeah. Have to disagree. It's like speckled, going. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A great shoe, but. Uh number two red.
0: Ooh, the blue ones are good number too.
2: Number three, blue. Number four, probably the purple. Uh, I think the five, orange is... are better than the purple. Wait, where are you putting green? Green below the purple.
1: I don't you guys like the yellow lobster best out of I all like the was... SB yeah. lobster done, and especially I think with the so. thread yeah.
2: lobster. Or especially blue with, lobster with the story behind it too, where it's just like they if you could have pulled a pair out of the back during the release and gotten them.
1: Yeah, I like the yellow mm. a lot. Uh yellow shoes aren't good. The orange, I like the orange. The orange looks a lot. good. The orange looks good. To me it's
2: I also
0: love that yellow he shoes pre- are good. I wearing he... lightning fours. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I also love that he previewed them. Like, didn't give them to a celebrity. Kind of yeah, cool, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Could have yeah. easily sent them to the tunnel.
1: And it felt like a reaction, like you know, Jason Tatum coming out.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that would have been cool. But I like that he that Dion yeah. did it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like I said, right after the rumors uh, about the shoes, and they just said, you know what? Fine, you want to talk about them before some crappy leak shows up. Oh, I wonder how Nike felt about that. I'm sure they got the okay, right? Can I get my rankings of them real quick? Yeah, <laughs> I think red lobster is number one. I think blue lobster number two. Then I'll go purple, yellow, green.
0: Okay, we're all over. Purple the are not Ooh. better
1: than yellow. I, that's sh- leaving orange out. Yeah, that's that's just my that's just my thoughts. Uh, should we talk about the shoes we're wearing on feet? By the way. Yeah, Joe. Stray rats. Who balanced
0: 991s? New Balance, another preview. You saw we can teddy? T- let's let's talk about
2: it after the fact. Okay, like, we can get into it. Okay,
0: no, but you're
2: wearing yeah. A... Stray
0: rats nine nine one uh, shoe. I saw on a shelf and went back and got like these with shorts. Maybe not my favorite, but with black <laughs> pants, <laughs> God, yikes. I think. But uh, I, like... I like these, and I like I like the um, colorway.
2: I like 991s, but I've in like sneakers with shorts but i think sometimes i've started to realize that black shoes with shorts sometimes tough
0: is that the equation tough sometimes <laughs> you say, you're saying the fits <laughs> trash no? no no i'm sitting sitting saying for me. we should talk real quick complex nego. ego
1: yeah look, you got collaboration the you got the hoodie on
0: shouts to everyone who was involved in this shouts to cariza mm-hmm. yeah
1: now this is weird because i thought also we should talk about very quick the New Balance 991 cuz every time the New Balance 991 gets brought up, Wealthy has to mention that.
2: I was the first American.
1: <laughs> it's not even what I was thinking. Was okay, that
2: what you were on. thinking? No, I want to hear first American go <laughs> to get their own made in England New Balance 991. Was that what were you thinking? Not that <laughs> And also, Brendan thinks it's a bad shoe. There we go. There we go. Oh, that's, I, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I. Well, I, yeah. I, I was both, thinking both, that, that, both, that sta- both statements can be true. At well, the same time. no, no, for
0: sure, for sure, for sure. I <laughs> thought he was going to say that you guys always disagree on it. Yeah, What'd you do. First American, really? Is yeah. that we can put? We talked about it a
2: bunch of times here. We can put the picture right here. Teddy Santis is behind you. What is that cap? No, it's not. <laughs> Joe is holding okay. out his hat to so Welty. <laughs> um, what are you wearing, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, white and blue Dunks. I probably worn these on. I, I I always said yeah. you, worn you these thought that yellow was
2: orange at one
1: point. <laughs> really calling people out this week. <laughs> what else is between the bad. shorts with the black
2: shoes? Yeah. Shoes, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Black we shoes are with shorts don't so look baby. good.
0: <laughs> Zoom in, Babs. Uh, yeah, I wear these a lot. And then like look em. who we got. From a friend. Yes.
2: Joe
1: 990s. Outside clothes were outside? The blue mesh every time. Good shoe. Gets me. I like them. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to talk about 991s, or do we want to give away the shoes? No, I want
2: to talk about the 991s after the fact. Okay, I just want okay, yeah, yeah,
1: we'll talk about yeah. Okay, so we have, as per usual, some shoes to give away with our good friends at eBay Sneakers every week on the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We give away a pair of sneakers. This is how you can get a pair. If you go to ebay.complex.com, you can submit a question. If we pick your question and answer your question on air, if we address what you had to ask us, we will be sending you a free pair of Grail-level sneakers from eBay as selected by us, your beloved co-host, Joe? Who are we giving away the shoes to this week? Sarah
0: Honda ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we
0: gave really these away before, show. right? Yeah, we did. But we're bringing them back because okay. it is a grail. It is okay. a classic. Bumping mic, around on the mic. Yep, bumping around on the uh-huh, mic. Sorry, uh-huh. guys. But 2004, absolute classic. One where we talked. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> sorry. I did the Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry. One. I'm, one um, you ripped the top of the box <laughs> open. Yeah. One where we talked about the laces. Yeah. Really setting them off. Jedi. Nike Dunk S.B. Fun era. Great era. A little patent leather on the bag. The only thing I was a little worried about. she mm-hmm. shoe's not going to fall apart. Not that. This reminds me a little bit of the Slam City toe box, which we knew. Right. Um. No, those are fell fine. apart on you. Yeah, but I think these will be good.
1: Okay. Well, you keep, you're keep kind
0: of manhandling them. He's like pressing his oh, thumb real I'm, hard on the toe Brendan box Dun- there. I'm Brendan Dunningham? <laughs> Brendan Dunningham? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great shoe. 2004 Nike SB. Great error, as we said, we've we've talked about this shoe before, but I think you added this to you add this to your collection. It's immediately Grail status, and the person who's getting it asked a timely question.
1: The question was asked us by Ian Reyes in San Diego, and Ian asks, "Do you ever find it tiresome to be known as the sneakerhead amongst your friends or family?"
0: I don't. I I like really yeah. I take pride in it a little bit. Really, and, and here's the example I'll give, like. And I've said it before, but at Christmas, like, oh, what shoe should I get? And they go to you. And, like, I'm always, like, interested in ch- kind of, like, curating mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to recommend, like, a very expensive shoe for yeah. a gift. But, like, I love suggesting, like, an Air Max 95. Yeah. And, like, and then I really like when, like, you see the family or, or the the friends wearing your recommendation but another thing that i would say kind of related to this topic we're in graduation season and graduation season is also yeezy season like i have a lot of cousins you're, for you're getting
1: them Yeezys
0: for oh okay graduation. i thought th- gifts like hey i thought you meant they were wearing yeezys to their graduation no but, though. but
2: i but thought it was a kanye west
0: pun yeah that's what it was right Easy season. Okay. But, um, yeah. We're so, aligned. so I think like for gifts, we're in like, you know, people are graduating high school yeah. or college. You and love to be that guy. I like, I like it. I guess the funny part is when you recommend and sometimes you're like, nah, none of these are good. And you're like, actually, they are. Well, you, <laughs> you know, you don't
1: know about the silver box. As yeah. There. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's when I guess oh you're my, like, well, oh why'd, you,
0: why'd you ask? Oh,
2: <laughs> you just you, like unlocked, you, like, uh, the, triggered a memory. F- no, but it's
0: like, just, I oh. want to know what this oh, is. I, I I know. Yeah, I want to hear, hear. But like, you're like, oh, I think I remember once It was like, oh, you know, Michigan dunk, Michigan dunk highs or whatever. Yeah. How can you be mad at that? Uh, I don't know about these. And it's like, all right, then like, Then fuck off.
2: That that's exactly my take. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just an alley oop to oh, you. Oh man, Go nothing ahead. worse than when really? If no, if someone's gonna, if so, everyone's a sneaker person out here is probably watching this. But like, don't reach out to someone who this is this can apply to more than sneakers right Mm -hmm. don't reach out to someone who you deem an expert at something or at least someone who knows what they're talking about and then ask for their advice or opinion on something and then they give you their advice or opinion on it and then you're like no uh i i don't want to like listen to anything you have to say okay cool but you shouldn't have asked me in the first place then Or you should have paid me a
1: fucking consulting fee.
0: Your family and friends? No, 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 I'm
1: kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Or like people
2: will ask me, like people hit me up. Here's like a perfect example of things that definitely happen. I love this. People ask me like, oh, like I I need a pair of shoes to go to the gym. I'm going to be doing this, this, and this. What shoes should I get? And I'm like, okay, if you're going to be like lifting weights or whatever, like you can either get a pair of like Nike Metcons, Reebok Nanos, whatever, right? And, like, I give them, like, four examples of shoes, links that you can buy them from, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And they're like, hmm, not feeling any of those, anything else. I'm like, nope, you know <laughs> I what? Love I'm, <laughs> I I'm love not, that. I'm not giving you anything else. I gave you what you need yeah. for what you asked me yeah. for. At that point, go pick out your own thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, Little little different of a take. So it's a burden for you. No, it, it feels Where like a burden fall? for
1: me. I hate being, like at a party or being introduced to somebody and being like oh yeah he writes about sneakers and then it's the same question what's your favorite sneaker of all time
0: uh we get i get a lot of those every
1: time you know and you have the canned answer on deck i mean or like how many sneakers do you have that that's an easier one to navigate but i don't really like being that guy because i feel like it puts me in the position of having the same conversations over and over again throughout my life which is one of the things i hate the most like Real quick, you know, like having the scar on my forehead, like the amount of times I've had to have the conversation about like, what happened to you in the car accident? You know, it's the same type of thing of like not repeating yourself for the next like 10, 15 years throughout your life. And I feel like I do that with sneakers all the time.
2: Is there anything better than when someone finds out that like you're the sneaker person? So then all of a sudden they like just want to hit you up and be like, hey, like this Yeezy 350 is dropping. Should I cop them to resell? (laughs) And you're like, I don't know. I don't run
0: your finances. Mm. Okay. So never ask you. <laughs> you could ask me. Don't DM me. Send all me. your requests to Joe. I'm happy about it.
1: Yeah, Ian. Ian, enjoy these sneakers. Great. pair e- Enjoy being the sneakerhead. In, in the sneaker l- in the guy of your sneaker man. Sneaker man Okay, well, Let's let's get back to talk about nine nine one some more because okay. I know this was important. You wanted to get this off your chest.
2: So officially over the weekend, mm-hmm. the Ald nine nine one. It's like a two part collaboration. There's a white and brown pair with the green accents. I think there's a white and gray pair with green accents. Yeah. Um, were, were officially announced. They had been previewed uh, earlier this year. Uh, Big Body Bess. Right. He had them on in the lookbook, right? Yep. And which I said was going to be one of my favorite shoes of the year at that moment. But so the shoes got officially announced, and it's a made in England made in UK at the Flimby factory. Mm-hmm. Uh a place where they have your picture on the wall, I yeah. believe. Yep. Yep. First American. <laughs> just yep. him. Place that I visited twice. Just him. To do a 991. Also shout out to my like our guy first, Richie. First um, our guy Richie Rojas who also got to make his own. But surely after you cuz he's also No, no, not at the same time but he did a 1500. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to say. Uh,
1: um, came, it's like the twins and his came out right after you <laughs> off the factory. No no, 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 no. Um so I'm sorry.
2: The shoes got announced and New Balance more popular than it has ever been For sure. in the space. So there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to say Johnny come lately to the scene, but people just haven't had a lot of, be- <laughs> no, 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 People who haven't had a lot of experience buying New Balance throughout the years who all of a right. sudden are trying to buy into New Balance. Right. They haven't been collecting New Balances over the past 10, 20 years. Yes. Or even in the past like five years, right? They got into it in the past like year and a half, right? So- I think the thing that people saw and they got frustrated by is the price point on the ALD New Balance sneaker. How much is it? It's $275, mm-hmm. which does sound like a lot of money on the surface. And it I'm is not a lot here saying that $275 isn't a lot of money for a shoe, so don't take it saying that. Matt thinks that everyone should be able to spend $275 on a pair of shoes. Not saying that at all. Right. But made in UK, New Balances and New Balances in general – very expensive shoes. That's the way things are. That's, That's the way, way things, things are. The shoe that time. Joe's wearing right now, I remember you wanted to get these pairs and you're like, why are they so expensive? The retail on that shoe. Who is, said that? You did. I remember you, <laughs> you had saying that. You were like, oh, these shoes are so expensive.
0: Were that one recently? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. The
2: retail on that shoe is $250. Yeah, but it's Joe La Puma. Yeah, but... No. <laughs> I'm not saying that. It's just like they're more. Sometimes they're more expensive than you think they're going to be. The the average retail for like New Balance made in England shoes are usually between two hundred and forty five dollars and like two hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. New Balance always been expensive. The OG nine nine ninety in nineteen eighty two was the first hundred dollars sneaker. That's part of why it was cool. Yes, that's the reason why all like the dope boys in DC DMV area wore New Balance because it was a status symbol. Right. So that people are saying now that I don't understand why this ALD shoe is expensive. Number one, it's made in England. Premium materials, you have to import it to the United States, whatever. It's mm-hmm. going to cost more money. I just don't get the argument that they think that this is like an imaginary number that like New Balance shoes have always been $90. Then all of a sudden, they create this one ALD and they're going to tax people 275 for it. It's just like, have you been paying attention to what's going on with New Balance lately? Yeah. I don't know, but everyone wants to have an opinion on everything online, so... <laughs> that, that, that we know for sure. Okay.
1: I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really like the shoe that much. I, I like the le- the leather
0: with the mesh. I
1: don't like the big mesh. Zach, the basic, our coworker, at sole collector, always talks about how big mesh looks cheap, and I don't like that big open mesh. So, I'm skipping these, especially for two seventy. I want them. Are you going to pay two seventy for them? Uh, maybe. Joe, is he going to pay two seventy for them?
0: I don't know. You just went on. You just made a convincing case. It seems.
2: So you got to stand by your words. Yes. I will spend $275 if the shoes I imagine are... Imagine that. Okay. Expensive. okay. Yeah. No, not I'm saying, not, not saying that. I mean, $275, I'm saying it is a lot of money. I'm yeah. just saying that it's in line with what New Balance shoes are that are made in England. Yeah.
0: That's all. All right. So, as we mentioned previously, we've been booking guests. Mm-hmm. We've been shooting kind of ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. And some things have kept happening. The latest... We were off. Well, we weren't off, but we didn't shoot mm-hmm. when I this was off. happening. You I was off. on vacation. The Zade Kicks. Am I pronouncing it right? Oh, uh, there's a little discrepancy between Wealthy and me. Yeah, I don't know. I... Apologies for if I'm not pronouncing it right, but.
2: Maybe we could you could get a hold of this guy and he could tell us. That. I tried to text him. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: Yeah. Talk about this. Let, let's talk about it and, and let's give context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people so, who may not have heard this yet. Zeta Kicks.
1: That's Z- how I'm saying it. I'm okay, sticking Zeta. With, uh,
2: Maybe I'm gonna rock. say Zade and then whoever whoever okay. whoever uh can chime in and vote yeah, yeah, on yeah, what yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: longtime reseller based in Eugene, Oregon, a guy known for the past, you know, few years at least for doing these big pre orders where you would buy a pair of shoes from him and you wouldn't get it for, you know, weeks, months usually. Um the big fiasco right now is that he moved to voluntarily dissolve his LLC, his business this past week, and left a bunch of people on the hook who had what sounds like totals of millions of dollars invested in pre orders. Because mm. basically, these pre orders were below market value. And if you ordered them early enough and were just willing to wait it out, then you could just, you know sell the shoes when they showed up and and make your profit. Uh, so people mistakenly at first called it a bankruptcy. It's it's not a bankruptcy. And you should go read our, our own Riley, Riley Jones yeah. had a detailed report on Complex.com about this. This popped up, like I said, I was on vacation, so I was trying to wrap my head around it while it was mm-hmm. all happening. But a lot of resellers are out a lot of money. It sounds like you know $10,000, $20,000. Some people saying they're out a hundred, six hundred, figures from, yeah, a from million, having, yeah. yeah, basically spent a bunch of money on these pre-orders expecting that as per usual, the sneakers would eventually show up, and then they could resell them because they were able to buy them below market value. And I think a
2: lot of the questions were like, or even like below retail.
0: Well, that's what part? I was. At, I was wondering, was it below retail or below what they were going to resell for once? I think you were getting them at a it was price premium and
1: below then, what they were going to eventually in the, in the resell for. Um, the word that. A lot of people are using at this point is Ponzi scheme, that this was a Ponzi scheme. I don't
2: think we're – I'm not comfortable, like, calling it that yet. Like, the FBI is involved. They're looking into it now. A Ponzi scheme, by definition, is that, like, you keep on swindling more people down the line. But Mm.
0: isn't it more people also join the scheme with you?
2: Yeah, where it's, like, they keep on – well, more people uh, join it, but it's, like, different tiers of people whose money – like it's like me taking your money with the hopes of someone else getting your money and the other person with the hopes of getting their money and kind of like building it all out mm-hmm. from there that's typically what a a ponzi scheme is if you were and I and I'm not a lawyer but I'm just guessing if you were legally if you were just buying these shoes from whoever you were buying them from and then selling them or not selling them to mm. people you're not really like swindling well he did i mean it does no, no, like no no you're a not swindling people. the person that you're purchasing the sh- that he's purchasing the shoes from well you have to pay up front no but i'm you like maybe the person's getting swindled who is giving him the money right but where's the next tier that makes it a ponzi scheme gotcha you get what i'm saying gotcha gotcha gotcha.
1: i yeah i understand that um yeah i mean there's a there's a lot to unpack here and i feel like a lot of the like bot people on twitter have done a good job because they're more invested in this you know the bot people and all the resellers and kids who have a lot of money tied up in this like to me, a lot of this is kind of unrelatable because I'm like, I would never ever be investing tens or twenty thousand dollars into pre ordering shoes to flip down the
0: line. So, would you say that a lot of his customers were resellers? Yeah, that's, that's it what wasn't it was. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, I'm, I really want this sneaker to wear, yeah, and I could get it at a price premium. You think the bulk of, from your experience talking to him, the bulk of his customers were that's New what it sellers. that's what it feels like it's yeah. like it wasn't people They're, were buying the
2: most vocal people they weren't not that you i don't know but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it was a, the majority of people buying for personal pairs yeah
1: i mean there are that there are people like that and i actually have bought a couple pairs from him for personal pairs i think really yeah super random but in 2013 i bought a play clothes sock cotton oh. candy pack sneaker <laughs> yeah. from him and then i think i bought a. was it
0: just on a website
1: yeah, it was on his website back in the day. And then I bought a cool gray Nike Air Python, I think, off his website as well. Okay. And, and you know what? They delivered on time. So as far as I'm considered,
2: he's totally legit. No, um, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they they were delivered on time. but Yeah. It, I know it's not a bankruptcy thing, but one of the things that, that had been said via the whole like um, legal language or mm-hmm. whatever when it had come is that his business had grown to a point where he could no longer – not fulfill the orders, but he it, he couldn't... Yeah, the liability was, like, greater than,
1: like, the assets he actually yeah. had in order to, to to fulfill these orders. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't want to... I hate to, like, get on here and talk about it without having talked to him about it, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. this is a person who I've talked to a, a handful of times throughout the years. And can you say how you know him? Yeah, I mean, I know him through... Oregon reselling people
2: oh but I mean you had you had written a story on yeah it. Yeah, yeah yeah I'll get to that for yeah. sure
1: but I just wanted to say that I did reach out to him and try and text him but it looks like his phone number is shut off and I think that's because there's people like hassling him phone. endlessly uh, yeah. and like no him like it looks like all his information has been shared on certain quarters of sneaker twitter at this point I sent him an email too who knows but um yeah I did interview him for a story I think 2015 or 2016 about he had said that his warehouse at the time, there, were, there was a fire in there and basically all the stuff that was in there, his personal stuff and his stuff for resale. you can go read the old story on Soul Collector. Went up in flames and he was dealing with a huge insurance claim around it. People are bringing up that old article. That was yeah. in yeah. one of
0: the comments of Riley's piece.
1: Yeah, and, and people are speculating now that that was a fraud scam thing, too, and that he was trying to defraud the insurance company. But... Maybe that's a possibility. I mean, you don't know. That's a possibility for sure, but I can't say that that's the case. And also, I feel like if you were trying to defraud an insurance company, you wouldn't agree to give an interview about it. You know, like if you were trying to scam a company out of a bunch of money, you would be as quiet as possible and give as little details to the public, in my opinion, because I would give you an, you know, maybe I'm just saying this
2: because I wrote the story, but I feel like we can't jump out the window and say that that was a scam situation. To some degree, though, that that may. not that you could obviously write a negative piece about him, right. you know what I mean. But if you had like written it where you like, you had given an interview and he had like on record said that like, you know, oh my my house burnt down, this happened, right. this happened, this happened. You don't think he could have used that maybe to even show the insurance company? Not saying that that was his, I don't know motive, but like. I don't know
0: what giving an interview about it as evidence. It's like N- saying, oh, like this saying, is like oh, like just. It's I don't know published. if that would hold. Just on. like
2: showing. I'm not saying it show up like like whatever, but you maybe if you was like in a, there was a news story about it or something, right? You could like show to the insurance company, like look, my house burnt down. Like, I have no idea. The New York Times said it happened. You know.
0: So then the next steps is like the documents will become public for this case so yeah i
1: mean there's already some public documents around it yeah. and you know right now everybody's fighting to try and get their money back i know the guy anthony from swift cop i've talked to him a little bit about this and they set up a discord where people are kind of sharing as much right. information as they can in order to try and you know file these paypal claims like i said the fbi is involved now i have to wonder whether or not the fbi became involved from sneaker people giving tips or, or you know like hitting them up like making complaints formally because and the timeline's a little off of my head because I was on vacation. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to see people kind of banding together and fighting to try and get their money back. It I, sucks. I
2: would put a bet on that that would be the case. What? What you're saying, that, like, people kind of, like, trying to rat him out. Mm. Not that I'm saying – not that I don't know if the FBI is interested in these things. I you mean know, they're they're involved for sure no organically oh like without somebody yeah 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 I know what but you're like saying. maybe they are maybe they're not but in my head I'm thinking that maybe their number one priority isn't trying to track down people who are defrauding people through sneaker reselling but yeah. there's just so much shady stuff around I mean him
1: wiping the Instagram like a lot of the personal stuff on the Instagram is all gone you know he unfollowed everybody um yeah I mean there's there's no way you could say that this isn't something extremely shady you know what I mean
0: have you been talking to people in Oregon about it
1: yeah I've hit up a couple people who know him and I'm kind of waiting to get uh uh, proper interviews with them and and really understand it better but yeah I mean it's sad Uh, do do y'all feel bad for the resellers because I think this is one of the interesting things about like a lot of people see resellers as the bad guys or the bad people and a lot of people I feel like are rejoicing when they see that young resellers are out tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars because
0: you should if they got scammed then
1: i know i agree to me it's a different thing like because even if you look at resellers as annoying or fucking up this hobby that we're engaged in Mm -hmm. they're not scamming people in the same way that this seems to have been a scam yeah
2: i mean i'm not i'm not rejoicing at all about like resellers because at the end of the day it's like people trying to make money you know and whatnot and it's like it kind of like reeks a lot of just kind of get rich quick sort of you mean from zeta kicks or from the resellers who were buying from him? from the resellers buying from where they're like investing their money into something that's not really like a sure shot mm-hmm. thing you know where the it
0: sneakers in general um no but just trying
2: to like get like a bulk order where it's it's right. kind of like the sopranos episode where Artie like thinks that he's going to start like the liquor company and that he gives this guy all of his money remember that vaguely like, it seems like people hoping to, you know, get rich quick or whatnot, yeah. and maybe there's better ways to spend your money and invest it, but...
0: But, I mean, in an exchange of money that yeah, you don't get back is... No, it sucks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There was one... I wish I could remember
1: the person who posted but a really interesting Twitter thread, and there's a lot of good stuff on Twitter about this, although some of it is hard to really establish what's fact, but somebody had dug up the right amount of receipts to where... They had found what they believed to be a StockX portfolio connected to Zeta Kicks, maybe in his wife's name or his partner's name or something like that. Because if you remember back when StockX used to have like a public collection type of thing where you could show all the shoes you owned and how much. And and basically through looking at that and old screenshots and Wayback Machine stuff, they were deducing that zeta kicks was just fulfilling these pre-orders from buying shoes on stock x so that it wasn't even him having that much access to backdoor and stuff like that i mean he's he's told me that he had backdoor access and a lot of people oh he did yeah i mean i don't want to talk too much about the conversations because i like to talk about stuff when it's explicitly on the record you know what i mean not that there's some big secret lurking in our text messages but yeah, it, that that's an interesting thing. If it was really as simple as just like getting people's money and and then fulfilling the orders through buying it on StockX, and you're basically like taking out a loan, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean he, the one thing to uh, uh, the one IG story highlight that he had was about him being one of the top one percent of businesses on Shopify. Which is crazy. I was like, what kind of volume is that? Wow. <sighs> yeah, I mean interesting. Yeah, based in Eugene, a, a funny note about this is that Joey Bear of uh, Nike, Anna Bear, Scandal, Joe West Coast fame, uh, used to have a warehouse one block away from R- Rosetta wow. Riz- yeah, So, Man, people are invested in this. There's there's people going through his trash. Have you seen this? No. Like, kids going through his trash looking for clues. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it's I guess, just... I, if, if you're out a ton of money, I just hope that – does. yeah.
0: Who knows how you would react.
1: Yeah. it's uh, It's got to be pretty devastating.
2: It's just, it's uh, it's so crazy to me because just looking at the whole, like, sneaker resell landscape, mm-hmm. right, where a lot of these kids, because a lot of them are kids, right? Like, I feel like not everyone who's reselling sneakers is young, but I feel mm-hmm. like a, a bulk of them is, like, are people who are, like, between the ages of, like, 16 and 25, you know, where it's, like, they're more invested in.
0: Think so? That young? I
2: th- I, I think so. From what I see online mm-hmm. and people I know, it just – it tends to skew a lot younger. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because it's like – it's a lot of people who haven't really reached the point in their life yet of like what am I going to do for a career. So like they want to make money and there's a, a huge allure of like selling shoes because you, you can make a lot of money fast if you have like the connections and whatnot and build out mm-hmm. your businesses where you haven't gotten to the point yet where you actually have like a full-time career. So the allure of – being able to make six figures or whatever off of flipping shoes or however much you're going to make is like it just it appeals to a younger audience not that it doesn't appeal to everyone but you're you have more time and willingness to invest in that being i mean maybe that's part of why i said it was so like
1: foreign to me because i could never you know and like i've resold shoes and i resell shoes pretty regularly but like this version of it is something that is like so distant from i think what we grew up on you know this like bulk pairs of getting you know yeah 400 pairs of yeezy 350s and making 10 dollars off of each of them things like that where like that is like a little bit of the resell thing that annoys me like i think it's a mistake to and we talked about it on here before but to automatically demonize resellers or to be annoyed at resell across the board but that like level of it is is Still, kind of annoying
2: to me, like the if, bulk resellers. Yeah, you
1: know, like it felt like ten or fifteen years ago that there was stuff that resold and was worth a lot of money, but there was a, a layer and a level below that where, like, not everything was resold. You know what I mean? Like retro Jordans, you could still just get. I, I hate that we got accelerated to this point, and I think through to some extent, arrangements like this, where everything is being resold for just a, a little tiny. But margin. there's also
2: so many people involved in the game now, where it's like like you said, not every shoe was going to be like that at the time, like off-white Nike where you're super coveted, where it's going to be a thousand dollar shoe, you know? And it's like, you're not going to hit on every single release either. So you have to be like, how do I resell stuff? Right. And I feel like that's where like people got the idea of like, how do we resell white on white air force ones? It's like, how do we, how do we take the most accessible shoe there is out there and somehow create like a way that if we buy 20,000 pairs of, White and white Air Force Ones, like I'll eventually make money off of it, you yeah. know.
0: It seems like it also is happening in like stores around the country that maybe we're not privy to, but like you see like Jordan One Jordan Ones, if you can make mids or or mm-hmm. colorways that are not like OG, if you can make fifteen or twenty dollars, I think like stores are stocking them in bulk.
1: Yeah. It's 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 weird to me. You know?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. It's just I mean, I don't wanna like hate on it too much or think that like everyone who resells is like this evil person right you know um but yeah i don't know like me personally and i've said this not, not online though it's just there are some people who are super invested in this one and it feels like everyone's data kicks yeah, yeah everyone wants to get their hands on like or thoughts and takes on sneaker scandals these days because i mm-hmm. see that seems what to move but Comparatively speaking to like Marcus Jordan or the Annie Bear scandal, to me, this one is like it just doesn't really like have that real hook on it. You don't think this is a bigger story, is it? I mean,
0: but the money, the The, FBI, the money, the money, the the FBI, I get it.
2: But the other ones, the other stories like fed and fueled all these like conspiracies within the sneaker space that got people tied into them. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of Michael Jordan's son reselling or the fact that the son of a nike vp is using the her level of access to resell and make money Mm -hmm. fueled this whole the sneaker game is unfair and this is why i can't buy shoes and all that sort of stuff yeah this doesn't i mean maybe he is getting shoes from stores and it is doing that but it doesn't have that level that extra added level of he's the boogeyman on why i don't hit on sneakers that everyone associated with the previous two stories yeah i agree with that but also
1: i would say that this feels like a bigger deal because people were actually scammed out of their money money. if those people don't get their money back and you know maybe they will but they're gonna have to fucking fight you know they talk about the paypal windows of 180 days and you know like i said there are big support groups of people helping each other out trying to get this money back like uh, Marcus Jordan, you know, it was like, oh, I didn't get to buy the shoes, mm-hmm. and the Joe Abair, Anna bear West Coast Streetwear thing was more like, eh, this is part of a systemic problem that's that's bigger and harder to pin down. But this, to me, Money's feels like life. such a huge deal because mm-hmm. there's, yeah, young people, and uh, not just young people, but you know, people who are like on the hook for
2: twenty grand and just but, like wondering. But like you said, it it seems to only affect resellers. Yeah, where it doesn't the average it doesn't really affect the average consumer as much yeah 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 that's a good point point. and i'm interested to see how much of a
1: dent it makes in the resale game like is the volume of this significant enough alone probably not but is the volatility and like a scam like this and this this instance of fraud enough to scare people away of like not investing in this kind of reselling will will reselling take a hit the fact that people whole? can't
2: get a mass volume of In terms of, of like, it. trust?
1: Yeah. And I don't know if trust is the right word, but just, like, how willing people are as resellers to make these big investments
2: or to, like, run stuff like this. Because I've, I've heard people, you know, say that recently, too, where it's, like, if you're not reselling on a mass level, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people don't need money and people don't need to pay their bills, so, like, don't take this out of context, but, like, if you're not making actual money off of reselling then some people are like what are you reselling for you mm-hmm. know where it's like if you are only making 65 dollars, you know off of a transaction and i don't know what your personal needs are or whatever yeah, 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 maybe yeah. that 65 dollars is all everything all. to you but like for most people 65 dollars isn't like a source of income you know and it's like the amount of time and money that you put into something on a pair of shoes that you're not even going to want anyways it's like you really did all that for 60 bucks
1: yeah I, and i think that there's things like this that happen where people involved in reselling start to pause or like is this is this still going to be worth it you know I, I feel like a lot of those people moved over to cards for a second and then moved cards, over to NFTs and, nfts and then some of those things just cooled down and it's like
0: i, I gave up the cards i did I just wasn't getting i was spending too much money and never hitting never hitting <sighs> It's it's funny because I got a Magic Johnson article. <laughs> Let me wasn't find a, out. Wasn't you're out, a
1: Twenty you k. No, you pin, no, no. But it was just orders like, from the Kicks.
0: It was just. Uh, it was just. I got like the lot. I love the lives. I'll still watch. It's mm. still like, mm-hmm. but I I just stopped. It was because like, you're looking at boxes of cards, and I'm like, this is like a very expensive pair of sneakers, or this is like you know, and yeah. I just was not hitting. You were at hitting. your
2: were NBA top shots. <laughs> I was just not hitting on cards, but. but you, you say, I think the difference too is that some people feel how you if you feel bad or not, you know, for mm-hmm. the resellers who are out. And obviously, you do feel bad yeah. for anyone who lost money, but yeah, I do. Yeah, Definitely. it's it's a weird not a weird comparison, but I guess maybe a similar thing recently ish is when you hear like uh people getting their like NFT wallets, like swiped or stolen mm-hmm. you know on the thing and everyone kind of laughs mm-hmm. and like unless the collectors themselves but everyone's like ha! i told you so right. you know where it's like oh like your digital asset disappeared like that's why you don't invest in di- like you, it's not that you don't feel bad for people yeah, r- losing out you're on money but you know but there's a lot of people out there who are like that's why you don't invest in nfts because someone can just yeah swipe it off of you yeah um but maybe feels di- this feels different than that
1: yeah well listen i hope everybody gets their money back i hope we are able to learn more about exactly what happened i hope nobody does anything stupid you know posting his address everywhere and you know i mean you said that already happened i i know but that info is out there already but don't dox people (laughs) (laughs) or just you know let the law handle i don't know maybe maybe um maybe i'm being naive because i don't have thirty thousand dollars invested in this thing but
0: Oof. you're gonna be following it though
1: yeah yeah we'll all be following it and uh updating you all accordingly
0: all right well we got to it mm-hmm. back in studio back off vacation yep back in the back you in you guys the USA. you know to put a pin on pin in it you guys shooting soon new season i think so mm-hmm. yeah fsr
1: will be back soon yeah
0: how you guys feeling you excited about it yeah always we're excited,
1: excited. <laughs> always excited okay <laughs> we yeah. like we like chilling we like yeah, the, you, we like our downtime yeah you guys have had no, a lot of down downtime, downtime but
0: i mean obviously always still deserved huh you... no i mean I, you, you haven't been a new episode hasn't been i think yeah. it's people waiting for it so We've got some fun people booked this yeah i saw yes, that sir, that's sir. why i wanted to allude to it but yeah it seems like you, it's gonna start with uh yep with, a, with, with a, the bang with the bang yeah all right listen everyone we're back another week we're back. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.